Hey there, welcome to the Socially Stetson Podcast. This is your host, Stetson K. Patton. You know what? I could talk to you for hours about business, marketing, social media, Enneagrams, and the Bible. Yep, that's just who I am. If you want to join me and my friends as we have these conversations, we would love for you to hang out a bit and get to know each other. I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so tell me about your golden goose story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, just a really cool opportunity because I, so I went shopping to get a pair of golden gooses, which I know people might have, the the ones I'm wearing. Yes, right here, (laughs) right here, these beauties. Um, I wanted a pair, so for me, it was, I hit my business goal in 2021, I think, and so I rewarded myself with these pair of golden gooses. So I feel like that was worth it because a lot of people, whatever, you can be wherever you want on it. It's totally fine. But I was like, I'm going to go get myself a pair of golden gooses. So I go in the store, I pick out the pair and they have an artist there who does like all the beautiful artwork. Yeah. Have you been in the golden goose store or seen? Okay. You got to go. It's in South Park. So Emily, shout out to Emily. She's the artist at the South Park location and anything you want on your shoes, she will design and decorate and draw like I have been told, so one of the girls on my team told me, she said, Stetson, you should get some custom Socially Stetson Golden Goose shoes yeah. because then you can write them off as yeah. a marketing yeah. tax right That's what I'm doing with my next pair and the pair after that and the pair after that. Yes, absolutely. So anyway, I uh, just met her and said, here's my business card. If I can ever be of any service, let me know. And a year plus later, she reached out and was like, hey, I'm going to connect you with some girls who work up in New York City. We need some new headshots for me in the store doing the artwork. And we'd love to hire you as the photographer. No way. So so when are you doing this? Okay. So <laughs> when people are listening to this episode, the deed has already been done. But in real time, I just the other day had like a Zoom call with the two ladies up in New York, just talking through details of their vision of the types of photos that they needed and everything. To which I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got this. I got this. We can do this. And, like, really do feel confident about it. Really excited about it. So I'm going in on Monday. So, and, like, we have to get it done before the mall opens because they don't this want, like, customers. So exciting. I know. I mean, if you need somebody to come get behind-the-scenes social media footage. Yeah. Honestly. That would be a really good idea. Girl, you're there. You're already there. Yes. 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 I am free 100%. early Monday morning. Perfect. I'll but be there I at 8 that afternoon. All right. To go to Hilton Head. 8 a.m. <laughs> Let's go. We'll chat. We'll chat. I love how everyone's listening to this and they're like, what the heck? And this has already happened. Like, this all, this all happened like three weeks ago. So y'all can chill. It's fine. <laughs> Morgan's now a celebrity. She's moving to LA. It's no big deal. I mean, that's how I feel, honestly, right now. I got asked to speak in Hilton Head. Uh-huh. So that's where I'm leaving. Yeah. Monday, Monday and Tuesday, I'm speaking in Hilton Head. Hey, Cannon. Cannon has entered the chat. We love you, Cannon. Um, so I'm speaking at a realtor event yeah. on social media. And so I'm excited to do it, but it's, I've had a few speaking events, but this mm-hmm. is like a big one where people are paying that's to huge. come. That's huge. And it travels around the country. So I know I'm going to Austin, Texas and a couple of other places. Yeah, so I feel I'm excited and nervous at the same time. But my dad did a lot of public speaking growing up okay. at churches yeah. and things. And so I reached out to him and was like, give me some good stories. What 
what's going to keep people's attention? Because I'm speaking right after lunch. Like actual stories. Like tell me what I did dumb in my childhood that I can no, tell all these people. more like inspirational. So Okay. He, yeah, because I could go, I could tell a lot of those. Okay. Yeah, we got those. <laughs> no, but for example, there's, he used to tell good stories that would catch people's attention. Yeah. And tie, I always love how preachers and speakers do that. Uh-huh. That's what draws it into me when they can tie it in together. So... I am going to use this story about this female bowler. She was the first female to bowl a perfect score, a 300. She bowled a perfect score. Strike every time. She lost her arm and had to get her arm, like, amputated, everything. Wow. Two years later, she came back and won again, bowled, like, a 297 or 298, like, with her left hand, like, with her left arm. And I'm really going to use that because I know that this the group that I'm speaking to, a lot of them are hesitant to even why do I need social media why do I need to get on it it's too hard and it's really about what we put our mind to what we want to learn and what we focus on Mm -hmm. because not just social media owning a business it's a learning curve there's so much stuff starting a podcast learning curve right so it's what we put our focus on but I thought her story was very inspirational I'm like look if she can do that you can post to Instagram that's gonna be my (laughs) That is so inspirational. All right, so let's just get into it. Why do we need social media? Well, one, it's just free. It's free awareness for your business. And, I mean, look, if if you don't own a business, if you're not running a business, don't you don't need to be on social media. <laughs> I mean, if you want to post pictures of your kids and keep up you with your can. college friends, go for it, 100%. You can, but I also say be mindful because we don't own our social media. It can get hacked at any time. Mm. You know, so save those pictures somewhere yeah, that you really want. But yes. for business owners particularly, it it's free. It's free awareness and it just helps keep you top of mind. So for you as a photographer, when you're posting in your stories daily, you're staying top of mind mm. for people. Yeah. So that's why I think people need social media, should be on social media. They do not have to do it themselves. There are people like myself that will do right. it for them. Right. Um, and it made me feel really good yesterday. I was talking to a client that I feel like we're just, our team isn't doing the best that we can Mm. for their page. And so I'm actually meeting with my team later this week to talk about, okay, like something about this account, it's not setting right with me. I don't feel like we're doing what we should be doing. Right. Um, There were a couple edits even this week. I was like, hey, this, this video doesn't meet up to my standards. Even though the client approved it and the client messaged back and said, I love this. This video is sick. It's dope. I love it. And I was like, we're redoing it. Yeah. Because it can be better. Yes. And that's just where I feel like I'm stretching myself. I'm stretching my team Mm. to be better. Now, part of this conversation I want to talk with you about is just being an entrepreneur. Sometimes it can be exhausting. I'm in a season. I'm in a season. every single day? Like the every day. (laughs) But this was interesting to me. So I reached out to about seven other social media managers who have agencies who I feel like online are thriving. Yep. I looked at their websites. They're all charging more than me. Do you know what I found out is that none of them are doing as much for their clients as I am Mm -hmm. and I'm not charging as much. So it really, I was like, okay, Stetson, like, do I raise my prices Mm. or do I just keep doing what I'm doing and try to get, you know, new clients. But I asked them and one of the girls, she had a really good comment. It made sense. I said, 
well, why aren't you doing this for your client? If you know that it's going to get them the engagement and stuff that they need, she said, Stetson, because I'm just doing what the client asked for. The client doesn't know what they need. Wow. She goes, I'm giving the service that they asked for. And I really started thinking about that. Most people who are going to come to me for social media don't know what they need. Yeah. And I hope that they respect me enough to listen to what I feel that and they need. And trust you. And trust me. And so this one client, they are not paying me to give them everything that they need. They are paying the bare minimum, but they're trusting me because mm-hmm. I keep saying, well, here's what you need. In the future, if you want to pay me more. And they've added on two to three more services because they have already seen it. But right. I was just, I was shocked for one that, and honestly a little disappointed that some of these agencies that I follow that I'm like, oh, they do so good. That they're not giving their clients what I feel like they deserve yeah. or need. Um, but also, at the same time, I kind of understand it because yeah. I'm total burnt out sometimes yeah. because I am doing so much and I feel like I'm doing so much. And, for example, one of my packages that is only $1,200, mm-hmm. other agencies are charging $4,000 for. And I was like, okay, do I need to raise my prices? And it's the fear of, am I going to get that client? Who's going to pay $4,000? And I know you probably, tell me about your goal that you hit in 2021. What was your golden goose goal that you hit? My golden goose goal, my triple G. (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, I just wanted to say that where you're at with your business is exactly where I was at with my business a few years ago, because I was looking at other photographers and we all were kind of doing the same thing. A client reaches out, they want photos, we book the date, I take the photos, I give them the gallery of images, and we're done. And it's like that set price, and I give them what they want, their photos, what they quote-unquote think they want. And it wasn't until I started working with a business coach, which shout out to all the business coaches, um, that she told me, hey, this is probably actually for sure it's not going to be sustainable for your business. If you want to be a photographer for any length of time, you're going to need to change your model because you're actually doing yourself and your clients a disservice by providing to them what you think they want because they don't know what they want because they're not the professional. You are. You need to educate them on what they need. And me as a photographer can step in and say, No, what these people really want are memories of them and their loved ones. And if they're a wedding client, they want a full day coverage of images that are going to capture the day. Nothing's cookie cutter. Everything is specific and custom to them. And for portrait sessions and family sessions and all these specific sessions that people are spending their dollars on, they're not doing it just for the picture that they can look at on their phone. No, we need to go way further than that. How are we tangibly allowing these families to remember and celebrate their loved ones every single day? So that's how I entered the world of small business, or not small, well, I was in small small business, the world of in-person sales of saying, hey, now when I take photos of my clients, I'm a full service photographer. Let's chat about what you want these photos to accomplish for you. Do we want to create an album? Do we want to create a gallery wall like I have over here? Do we want to create one staple family photo that's custom framed and beautifully matted and a timeless heirloom that you're going to have forever and someday you can pass on to your kids and they can pass on to their kids? Like this is a legacy leaving business for me. And just taking photos and throwing a gallery at my clients is not going to cut it. Right. So like 
hopefully that can be an encouragement to you and people listening that are feeling at a like burnt out stage in your business, really evaluate what are you doing and how are you serving your clients and are you educating them no matter what your business is, your clients don't know what they want and need, right. you do. Exactly. And I feel like I went to a really cool event yesterday. Uh, I went to Gardner Webb University, shout out, and they hosted a business event yesterday with a lot of their students who were studying business and they invited a ton of alumni and it was about the regional economic growth Hmm. and what's going on in the economy here in Charlotte and they were encouraged to ask questions and they were talking about what they're doing as a university right now so they know that online classes are really popular people can just pay for an online class so it's like what is the university doing to keep up with that And I was able to network with just a ton of really beautiful minds. That's what I tell people. Beautiful minds. That's why I love you. It's it's having these types of conversations about business. And I was talking to a guy from Brazil who owns a business, and he was there. And we were just talking about social media. And he asked me, he said, well, what makes you different? Yeah. And I... The good thing is, now that I've interviewed these seven other agencies, I know exactly what makes me different. Yeah. I am not just going to post something that looks pretty, that's aesthetically pretty, like just to have something up. I mean, I we really take time and we think about it. And is it going to go viral? No. Is it going to get a but ton it could. of... Good. Good. Is it going to get a, a ton of engagement? Maybe not. You know, that's just mm-hmm. social media. But there is a science to what to post, what to do. Yeah. And it's really funny because one of my new clients, he just signed on. He's a realtor and he was hesitant at first, but he saw what I was doing for one of his friends Yeah, and was like, okay, now I get it. What I was doing before wasn't it. He said, thank you so much for showing me. He said, my wife even told me that my page now brings value. Right. I'm like, that's what it is. And yeah. you asked earlier, why do people need social media? It's like, well, we don't need it. What? Why do our clients need it? Mm-hmm. Why do our clients need us to show up? You know, so they can get those beautiful pictures, so they can see their pictures somewhere yeah. else, and to follow those connections. Yeah. Um, and I love I that, know, I like, that cool. is what makes you and me a great team too. Right. Like people listening are like, okay, I feel stuck. Well, congratulations. You're listening to <laughs> a photographer and a social media expert who by hiring us, we got you. Like right. we got you. <laughs> we got you. And just shout out because you are my product. Like you are my go-to product photographer. And I love that. And for my clients who need a rebrand or a reshoot, like yeah. you are my girl because yeah. I know the quality and I know your brain of yeah. we're not just doing this to get pretty pictures. We are doing this to help the engagement. So yeah. you bring such an art for social media mm-hmm. that is so important because I highly encourage people. Yes. And with reels and TikToks and everything now, things are organic. You don't have to have as much professionalism, but guess what? You stand out when you have both. Yeah. You need both. Oh, that's good. You stand out when you have both. I love that. Yeah, because you do. It still, it puts you just ahead. Like, yeah. we're always looking what makes us just a little bit different yeah. than everybody else. So That's really what people like want. Yeah. People want to stand out. I still want to know, what what was your golden goose goal? My golden goose goal, I hit the six figs. 
Six figs in a year. That was my big goal for, that was the first time that I had hit that as like an annual goal. Six figures in my business, which is like, yeah, yeah. So if you're a photographer and you're like, Morgan, how the heck did you do that? Then reach out to me. I'd love to help you. Like I'm out, I'm out here to help the people. You're so good at that. People have helped me. Like I have not gotten here on my own. And like we're the trajectory is going upward every year. I feel extremely grateful and blessed for for the talents that I believe God has given me. But then also the stewardship that I feel like I have been obedient to him and how I've learned a skill. Right. You know, like I believe God has given us gifts, but I also believe that he gives us minds and bodies to like go do the thing. Mm-hmm. And I am not perfect at it. And every day I'm like, wow, Morgan, you're lazy. Get off your butt and go do uh-huh. something. But it is true that God blesses obedience. Mm-hmm. And like I have seen that in little glimpses of my life and in my business. And I, I want to help other people do that too. So I hope that in a way like this podcast even helps people feel encouraged. I do too. I feel the same. And I love that you have such a heart for the Lord. And I know that's why we connect on such a deeper level more than just business. Um, Because one thing I think I told you on the very first podcast episode that we did together, I had been praying for stronger Christian friends who kind of understand business because I have Christian friends, but like, yeah, I taught business and they're like, please shut up. (laughs) Christian friends are wonderful. Business friends are wonderful. When you get the mix, it's the best it, combination. It, yeah, it's like peanut butter and jelly. It is great. It is. It is good. Okay, I have a question for you that yeah. I want to ask you. Yeah. Because you come across, when I look at you on social media, mm-hmm. that you have it all, you have your ish together. And I say this for a couple of reasons. You went to Scotland. You go to Disney World. I think I have seen you in my less than a year of knowing you. You have been to Disney World three or four times. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I went one time with my family and know how much that cost. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you just admitted you hit the six figures, 2021. Great. And the trajectory is up. So coming from somebody, because I also like to be very transparent. And if you've listened to any of my podcast episodes, you know that money mindset is something I am always working on. Yeah. By the way, tell us your podcast name. Socially Stetson. Perfect. It's not very creative. It is no, the perfect. business name. It's perfect. People are listening. They're like, what is this called? Yes. And this will, episode will be on our podcast as well. So yes. what's your, the name of your podcast? Queen City Connect. <laughs> That's a jingle I, I just made up. I love the jingle. I, I need a jingle. I have a story about trying to get a jingle. Like I wanted to get a personalized jingle for my podcast and... Someday I truly hope that I can, but that was just a journey that I went on and was like, oh, it's going to cost that much, maybe in 2024. <laughs> so if you uh, like making jingles on a budget, reach out to reach your girl. Reach out to us. <laughs> the trajectory's up, but it's not that up. <laughs> yeah. Annie F. Towns, reach out. We need your yeah, yeah. people to give us a jingle. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Okay. So you look like you have it all together. You go to Disney World all the time. I have to ask personal question because I want to know yeah. because- I struggle with the money mindset. Not struggle. I'm, wait, watching my words, watching my words. I am just educating myself and focusing more on my wisdom around finances. Yeah. Boom. That was a good one. So. (laughs) Put that in a reel. Wrap it up. Boom. So, but I watch you and I feel like sometimes I get discouraged, not Mm. because of you, but I I do look, I'm like, God, her business is making seven figures a month, but she, she is going all the places. So is it just that you... You love travel so much and you love Disney so much, which we know. 
We know. But do you have a certain uh, checking account for like travel? Do you save? Are you an heiress to a really rich family that I just don't know about? I mean, (laughs) tell me all your secrets. You do now. No, I, this is great that you're asking this because I'm actually in the process right now of working with a financial planner, which is the first time I've ever done that. And if anyone needs a rec for that, let me know. I'd be happy to share his information. But um, yeah, so I personally, personally, I'm like, okay, where is my money going? What am I doing? Because when I look at what my spreadsheet tells me I made, and when I look at my bank account, it's two very different numbers. Same, same. (laughs) So at what point am I just living luxuriously versus not stewarding my money well? Mm -hmm. And also, and you resonate as an Enneagram 7, we're like, let's have the fun times now. now. Same. And it's like, okay, but where is that retirement fund? What am I saving towards? What, you know, anything futuristic? Like, we're futuristic beings, but somehow when it comes to money, we're not, you know? Well, I love that you said, because we're Enneagram 7, like we are, and we love it. And other, yep. and other types might resonate with this as well. I, I can't speak for that, but I, I know us as people, myself particularly, I assume you as well, like we are very like, hey, you want to go see a movie and get dinner? Yes. Okay. There's 50 bucks. Right. But it's like, we're very in the moment people. So it's hard for us to set that I am boundary. getting a spray tan on Sunday. That is $50. And I'm like, girl, do I need a spray tan? Well, I also but, got a girl for that if you need one. <laughs> she can price match. I, I do too. I'm excited. I am excited because here's the fun part. Yeah. So I have a pretty full schedule next week or yeah. did. And this just goes along with priorities. They always say you make time for what you want. It is so true. I hate that quote. So because it <laughs> resonates. <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> so my best friend, the one I've told you about, we used to own the boutique together. Yeah. She is the cheer and dance coach at Wake Forest right now. Well, she called me and she said, hey, would you be interested in flying down with us Mm -hmm. and the Wake Forest cheer and dance team to Daytona Beach, Florida to come film behind the scenes of the competition? Won't he do it? Oh, you know, (laughs) of the competition. And she was like, the bad news is it's April 5th through the 9th. So long days. I'm already going to be in Hilton Head April 3rd through the 4th, and I celebrate Easter, and Easter Sunday is really important, but we fly back Easter Sunday, and I was like, will we be back in time for church? And she said, we will. It'll be hard. And I'm like, okay, let's rearrange everything on the schedule, and let's make this happen. And that's the beauty of owning your own business is that you you can make those adjustments as you need to do those. But also, like... Such added stress to my schedule. Yeah. I am having to rearrange things. And financially, I know I'll probably spend more money down there than I should. Going to try not to because in my justification, I love to travel so much. Yeah. So for Hilton Head and Daytona Beach, travel is paid for, hotel is paid for, and a couple of meals are paid for. So I'm like, justification. Yeah. Like, this is great. That's fantastic. So I'm excited. Enneagram 7 is like, take that opportunities now. But it does make me feel better. Just hearing you say, nope, I look at what my business is bringing in. I look at my checking account. Yeah. Does not add up. Yeah. Because I get frustrated, and I know that that this is false. It's like, if we make more money, things will be better. I always think like, oh, if I get two more clients, things will be better. Yeah. You know, no, there's always things that come up, and 
I'm very fortunate that I have a good cash flow coming in yeah. right now. So it's not that I struggle with cash flow. Mm. I struggle with I spend too much. That is my yeah. problem. And this is a <laughs> And I don't even buy golden gooses. Yes. So. Yes. And I just buy a lot of Target. Do you have all of the good intentions to set boundaries around your business and your phone and how much time you spend on social media? I'm sure that you do. I'm sure most people want to spend more time with their families and less time on their phone and times with the things that actually matter. But the problem is not a lot of people have great systems in place to implement those boundaries. Well, don't worry, friend, because I am here to help. I have a solution for you. The social trend is only $7 a month. What this is, is a curated email by, yes, yours truly, Socially Stetson, of the top five trending audios or ideas on Instagram Reels and TikTok. This email is delivered to you every single Monday morning at 7 a.m., so you have five ideas to last you Monday through Friday during the week. I could teach you all about how to use these ideas, but the best part about it is you have industry-specific ideas in the email. So when you don't know what to do, you can pull up the email and say, here, this is what I want to do on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, no matter what day it is. You can check them off as you go, and this is a great system so you're spending less time on your phone scrolling for these ideas, looking for the trends. A lot of times we save these audios to our phone and then never use them again, right? We always just use them in the moment when we hear them. My clients who have succeeded with this save these emails and either put them in a calendar system or set a time block during the week to record their reels and TikToks using the sounds. I actually know one client who gives this email to her assistant to film and her social media manager to use for her and her business as well. Again, my goal is to keep everybody off of their phones as much as possible, which may sound crazy as a social media coach, right? But it's not. I believe there are healthy things about social media and there are also some toxic things. And one of those is spending way too much time on your phone when you don't have to. So if you're ready to join the social trend for less than a Starbucks coffee a month, I'm your girl and I will give you 20 pieces of content throughout that entire month. Send me a DM on Instagram at Stetson K. Patton and I will send you the link to join. It's so funny that you say that because when I was on the phone with my financial planner, I told him, I said, look, I need to be very honest with you. I know that I live a lavish lifestyle and I'm not looking to change that. Yes. So I just need you to know, like, I will, I will make adjustments here and there. We can work on things together, but like, we're not going to go from level eight to a level three. Like if we need to scale back to a level 6.5, we can chat, but <laughs> <laughs> I need you to know where I'm coming from as a person as well. And, and he's like, okay, we could definitely do that. He probably is like scratching his head when he goes home that night. Like, I don't know if I want this girl as a client. But. Well, it's funny. The first financial coach I ever hired, um, Justin, I'll link him in my show notes. He, he helped me a lot with yeah. money mindset, but he was the first person that I hired yeah. when I showed him everything I was spending money on and 
I, this is so little. Which is like the it's, hardest thing to do as an Enneagram 7, by the way, is being like, this is my bank account. This is how much money this I is make. How, I'm like, it was scary. <laughs> so it feels so It expensive. was scary, but it was good to step out of the comfort zone. But he put together a budget system for me that I still use to this day. Amazing. It was fantastic. Um, I just like, sometimes the red numbers don't scare me as much as they used to. I'm like, ah, we'll make yeah. up for it. Yeah. Which I do, but it's not good. Not good. Yeah, I need yeah. to be, I do want to... For my Christian walk with God, like, I want to be a better steward of my money. So that is what I'm focusing on. And, like, let me also say this, too, because this is something that um, I just thought about, and I feel kind of, like, prompted to say it to fellow Christians who are listening to this podcast, is something that I have been taught as a believer is to tithe. Absolutely. And that's... I have seen that modeled beautifully, beautifully in my family from my parents, um, growing up. And that's something that I believe is so important as a Christian to be tithing to your local church that you're a member of, because again, God blesses that. And it's not that we give so that we receive, but I do believe that money is nothing to God. Like it's nothing to God. And he, wants us to give out of like being cheerful. And I have seen that when I give like, yeah, like sometimes it kind of stings because like I want that money, but I have never been in a state of like want or need because I've given up that money. And I, and like, I only think that God has blessed that. And again, we don't give to receive, but God does bless a cheerful giver. It's funny because my church the other day was talking about um, the pastor. She's so good, um, pastor's wife. And she was up there and she said, you know, she said a lot of times people are praying for things. They want all these things. And she says, but they're not even tithing or they're not even spending time in the Bible. You're not doing basic Christian 101. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, yeah. Like spending time in the Bible every day, tithing to your church, the minimum 10%, like that's Christianity 101, let's start there yeah, and then start asking God, you know, for some of the blessings. And I'll do that too. I even said a prayer this morning. I was not in the Bible yesterday. I did like a little bit, like I read a verse. Um, My Holy Bible app, love it. Just a verse a day, you know, got to keep my streak up, but (laughs) do it for the streak. Do it for the streak. But (laughs) that's just the competitor in me. (laughs) But I was saying a prayer to God and immediately I was asking him for an answer and I felt him say, well, you haven't been reading the Bible. Like I felt it where he was just like, my answers are there. Yeah. And I mean, it convicted me. I was like, okay, God, no, I got you. I heard you. Like I'm, I'll go do that. Yeah. But bringing it back to Justin, what he said in the budget for the budgeting thing, he was the first financial person that did not tell me to stop going out to eat or stop getting pedicures. And I know that sounds crazy, but every other person, like the Dave Ramsey classes and every other thing is like, what can you cut out of your life? Justin was the only person that was like, what can we add? Where do you have value? Can you sell something on Facebook Marketplace? What digital online tool can you sell? And he is the reason Socially Stetson was birthed and born. Mm. Because I said, I can teach some people social media and charge a little bit extra on the side. So it took me being obedient to God to try to be better steward of my money and my finances. Connecting with a Christian finance guy, yeah. I will link him in the show notes because he's yeah. so good. I'll give you his information too. But, um, And then because he was a Christian, it made me feel good. But he joked around. He was like, yeah, girl, we can't have you walking around with ugly toes. Like, no, 
He was like, nobody's going to want to marry a woman with ugly toes. <laughs> I was like, you know. But By that, the way, we both single. <laughs> I know. Well, that was what I was going to say, too. Because neither one of us are married, too, we don't yeah. have to ask anybody about budget yes. and financing. So I think that that is part of our YOLO life. Like, well, you know, yeah. let's just do it. Let's just do it. On my last podcast, I interviewed one of our mutual yeah. friends, okay. Jordan. Yes. Um, Jordan Lukens. Jordan Lukens. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor Jordan Lukens. So it, he was the first male on my poc- podcast besides my dad. They're fun, aren't they? So he was like, yeah, you needed some more testosterone on your podcast. I was and like, Jordan. yeah, I did. Jordan is a, by the way, do you want to tell about Jordan? Give him a little shout out. Yeah. So he is um, my personal chiropractor. And we had a great episode talking about spiritual and physical alignment. Um, with God and because he has I've found out just through getting to know Jordan better what a good strong Christian man he is what a good husband and father um, he is and is becoming because his little baby girl is still so new she's still a little baby Um, but I just love the spiritual guidance that he's given me as a friend Mm -hmm. and then the physical alignment yeah and it just went so well together our conversation was really neat on just how a lot of times in our back, like, we'll stay in pain, and we don't do anything about it. Like, we're in pain, and we just kind of live with it, or like, well, it'll go away. Yeah. And we really related that back to spiritual, like, being a Christian, sometimes there's sin in our life mm-hmm. that we're just okay with. Yeah. And we just live with it, which I can personally relate to. Yeah. And we just talked about, as Christians, sometimes it's hard yeah. to, to be obedient, to fully give our life to Christ. Sometimes it's hard to tithe. We because it stings and that money's not there and it's hard as entrepreneurs. I will say for me personally to not have that fear and anxiety of where is that money going to come from mm-hmm. or am I going to get the next client and you know all the things of being a Christian and a business owner. I think it's great. I'm so blessed. I was so thankful. Um, I went to go. I visited Nashville right before everything that just happened in Nashville. So it mm-hmm. hits home because my sister. My three nephews and niece live right there in Franklin. So they're not far from where everything happened. And they know people um, who were killed in the shooting. And so it just made it really hard. It was really personal. But I remember going up there, having the time with my nephews, and then hearing about the shooting on the way back. I was like, wow, I am so thankful that I am a business owner right now because – I was able to spend that time with him. Like, yeah. if something bad were to happen, yeah, I am glad that I've taken every second to spend time with my family, and I know that's super important to you, too, because you have some beautiful nieces and yeah. as well. But I remember asking, having other jobs and asking off to go visit my sister, and their answers being no. And I do feel like in a world where I can work remotely, being a marketing person, yeah. I would get frustrated and resentful and mad yeah. that somebody would tell me no, but also they're my boss. And as a Christian, I have to respect authority right. and I have to be obedient to them. Right. And that is just where in my world, I knew that being an entrepreneur is my path. And on the podcast I did with my mom, we know that not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur. Some yeah. people really thrive in the yeah. corporate world and the nine to five. And maybe that is where... God has you. Yeah. So not everybody is meant to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I totally went off on a tangent no. there. But it was important to me. I, that school shooting has been really on my heart yeah. right now, but I think it's just because I was just there. Yeah. And I know my sister knows people who go there. Yeah. 
And yeah, it's really hard. I was a school teacher for five years Mm -hmm. before doing photography full time. Um, And so my mind goes immediately to the teachers and it's just like, it's gut wrenching because I've been in the scenarios where we do the drills and we're told what to do and where to hide and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be. So we're definitely still like praying for all of them. And I have a love seeing how even Charlotte locals have stepped up and have created these like giveaways and GoFundMes and like opportunities to help kids with like counseling in Nashville and the parents as well. So just because we're not Nashville, we're Charlotte doesn't mean that we can't step up to the plate and uh, make a difference. So I've loved getting to see our own Charlotte people do that. It's insane. I love that. And I've loved seeing the churches as a whole, the big church, the big, the The big big C, C. the big (laughs) C, the big C come together and pray. Like we're not denying that bad things happen to good people. And to me, it's not about anything political. It is not about Mm -hmm. anything except for there's evil in this world. Yeah. Bad things are going to happen to good people. And Jesus is the answer. And I was listening to a podcast earlier this morning and it was just like, it's hard, Mm -hmm. but Jesus is the only way to eternal life. God is the only way to eternal life. We don't have to understand. Yeah. All we need to focus on is where we're going. Yeah. Not what's our 10-year plan, our 20-year plan. What's our eternal plan? That's right. That's right. This podcast took a turn. I love it. This is what we do. This is what we do. This is us. We bring information, encouragement, conviction, all the things. Um, So... As people know, they're listening to this currently, either on my podcast or yours, since we're I posting the collab. this. I, I love, love the, collab. the collab. So wherever you're listening to this, be sure to go over to the other podcast Absolutely. and subscribe there, review there, leave a really kind review there, and then listen to some other episodes of that one as well. Um, yeah. I'm really excited. Is there anything else that you want to share? Or I have a question for you. I do. Yeah, yeah. I have a question for you, too. I love it. Okay, what's your question? I want to know, because I I always ask you the questions I ask myself. Like, what what am I journaling about? What should I ask Morgan about? Where do you see yourself? I'm bad at really picturing where my business is going 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Yeah. But I think it's important for us to think about. And I struggle with right now thinking, like, am I going to be teaching? Am I even going to be able to stay up to date with current social media trends in 20 years with AI and technology? Yeah. Part of that is fear for me. So it's, where do I see myself? Same for you because technology and stuff is changing the photography world too. So tell me like, do you have fear around that? Do you think about that? Do you try to push it aside? There's a part of me that possibly pushes it aside and does not feel immediate fear. I don't know if that's because I push her or if that's just a gift from the Lord that I don't feel fear about that in certain ways. But I just got lunch with a friend the other day and we were talking about a similar thing, but it was really fascinating where the conversation led because she's a local um, jewelry designer here in Charlotte. Her name's Amber Brown. She does Charlie on Park. We've talked about her on the podcast before. Go follow her by all of her things. We'll link it in the show notes. We'll link it. Um, but we were talking about a similar thing and where our conversation led to 
was not about the jewelry and it wasn't about the photography. It's what what is the thing beneath the thing? And for me, the thing beneath the thing is connection, connecting people, wanting to make people happy. Literally, I literally my job is to tell people to smile. So like wanting people to be happy, wanting to connect people, wanting to encourage people and wanting people to feel the feeling of home when they're around me as a person. And I think right now I get to do that through photography and through podcasting. And I do not plan on dropping any of those anytime soon. Um, But I do see the world of AI and everything coming up. And so there is that like, okay, well, someday if there's a drone camera that can just go shoot a wedding, then I'm not needed. I do think there is an element of physical connection and physical emotion and just those other aspects of spirituality and a mentality that robots will never be able to have. Knock on wood, maybe someday they will. But in my mindset, that is something that a robot will never have a soul. So there is that point right. of human connection. But I also, yeah, so to answer your question, no, I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know how my job's going to change. I don't know if the camera that I use 10 years from now is going to look anything like the camera I'm using now. Um but I just hope that I am still connecting people and I'm still making people smile. Like, can I take it deeper with you? Why, yeah. why do you like that? Why, why is that what you like to make people feel like smile and home to you? Because to me, yeah. it's like, I hear that. And it's like, it's about you yeah. too. Yeah. You're going to make so. me cry over here. I don't know if I've cried on my own podcast yet. I think deep down, that's what I long for. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be seen and I want to be loved and I want to belong. Stop it. Very <laughs> much. Um, and, and I think because I want that, I want other people to have that and to go even a level deeper. That is the love that I believe that Christ has shown me. And he has called me as his daughter to love others and to make disciples. And this is the way that I can make disciples. Mm-hmm. And I I think that's it. Like, I think that the root of it is that. And, and if I can do that, then I feel like I will have accomplished his purpose for me. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and I say that because I'm a basket case over here. Yeah, yeah, same, Don't mess same. With my makeup. <laughs> um, but I think I'm crying too because I, I, I feel that very deeply. Yeah. I understand and I think, you know, I'm going to therapy right now, EMDR therapy. And yeah. part of what I yearn for is being like truly, truly loved. Yeah. And it's like knowing that Christ is the only one who can like give me that unconditional love that I truly yearn. Yeah. Um. That's hard. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, but for me, thinking about my 10-year plan, and I think my podcast has helped me realize this more, and just where I am as an adult in my life, too, is, okay, I may not be teaching social media 20 years from now, but I can still have a faith-based podcast. Yeah. I can still be spreading Yep. The word of Jesus. And it's funny because, Morgan, my podcast was never meant to be a faith-based podcast. Mine wasn't either. But... I can't stop talking about it. Yeah. And I don't think that's coincidental. No. Nope. I think God is putting it on both of our hearts that he needs stronger Christian women to yeah. step up because 
I think you and I both meet, and you probably get this a lot with branding photo shoots, with people feeling uncomfortable in themselves. All the time. There's something where they're not smiling, and there's something that they're insecure. Yeah. I get that with social media. Like, can you not just film a video for me? Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's uncomfortable for everybody. And there are deep underlying reasons. And I think what you and I have in common is seeing through that, seeing Mm -hmm. that it is something much deeper than I just don't feel comfortable in front of a camera. Yeah. And that's where we get to spread yeah, the gospel and yeah. the word of Christ. Any F Downs, if you're listening, we want to be your friend. We love you. <laughs> we would love to be a guest on your podcast. <laughs> Look. Uh, other Enneagram 7s over yeah, here crying on a it. podcast. She gets it. She gets it. I She's have, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. So yeah. I just, I love her. 100%. 100%. Um, I have a question for you. And then we can wrap this show up. I feel like we could talk for forever, but this just means let's get back together and do this again. Uh, we should do this quarterly. A hundred percent. Let's do it. We decided now. Let's shake on it. Shake. Uh, <laughs> shake around the around the cord. Um, okay. I have a question for you. I'm asking this to all of my guests that come on the show okay. this season. If you could tell your 10-year-old self anything. Now I feel like I'm back in therapy. Back back in therapy. Let's go back to that inner child. If you could tell your 10-year-old self anything, what would you tell her? Oh, gosh. Probably to love your sister now because she's going to be your best friend later on in life. Sounds crazy, but my 10-year-old self and my younger sister, we were not very good friends. Yeah. We fought all the time. We did not understand each other. How much younger is she than you? Three years. Okay. Three and a half okay. years. And we just didn't like the same things yeah. growing up. She is a, an extreme introvert, loves yeah. playing by herself. I'm the extreme extrovert. I need people to yeah. thrive. I loved playing in the playroom, choreographing dances. Yeah. She loved just sitting, playing with her dolls by herself. And I would get bored doing yeah. that. I wanted to be outside playing sports. And we, our parents were the ones like, go play with each other. Yeah. We'll call you in for dinner. We don't want to hear it. Exactly. And we were like, uh-huh. yeah, but we don't get along. That's so funny because I have like basically the same story. I am the youngest. My sister is six years older than I am. Okay. So I was the one getting on her nerves and messing with her and all her journals and all the things, but <laughs> not now, her journals. Oh yeah. Girl. Oh, God, what do you, what do you want to know? What do you want to know? You. Um, <laughs> But now we're inseparable. We talk every day. Yeah. She's already texted me three times while we've been recording this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really good. Love that's your really siblings cool. now. Love your siblings. If I, I mean, this, it's funny because I didn't know that's what you were going to ask. Yeah. But that's just the first thing that came to my head. And especially since I just finished visiting her. And now, yeah. I think now that she's not close, she's a seven-hour drive away. It's yeah. like, yeah, I want to see her all the time. Yeah. I love great. having a good sibling. She's also the Christian mentor in my life. She is mm. really strong in her faith. And so she is a good person for that too. Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you my question that I've asked all my Here guests. Since my podcast is called Socially Stetson, how is God being social to you in this season of your life? How are you hearing God right now? Mm. And what is he saying? I am hearing God right now primarily through my community and specifically my church community. So my church puts a very high emphasis on having small groups and we meet every single week and we go deep. We go really deep. We meet at 630 and oftentimes we do not leave that house until 930 or later. 
Um, they're some of my best friends, but we'll, we'll start with the small talk and then we'll talk about the sermon from the previous Sunday. And then we just have allowed ourselves to trust each other, to be vulnerable and to tell each other things that we've not told other people and just have that safe space. And that has in the past month for me been a transformational opportunity for me to just be vulnerable with those people and allow them to speak truth into my life. Um, and then for me to be able to do the same in some instances with them. So I believe that God is speaking to me a lot recently through his people, through his people and allowing them to be, you know, when I can go to them and say, Hey, can you pray for me about this? I'm struggling with this or I messed up again here and I want to find victory here. They can look at me in the eye and be like, girl, me too. Let's pray about it. This life is hard. It's so hard. And to ha- to be met with that grace and love. Yeah. Like that is that is what it's all about. And I am so grateful that I have that. I, I've not had a community like that before ever in my life. And so, yeah. I think most people don't. Most yeah. people are searching for that. Mm. Um, and God will speak through yeah. those people. But you do have to have discernment yeah. on who you listen to as well. Uh, yeah. For oh, sure. yes. For yes. sure. Learn my lesson that way. Well, this was good. This was real good. I th- we never keep it short. We Morgan. never keep it short. Even Sorry. at the beginning, we're like, should we talk about what we're going to talk about? Just press that button. We got to go. There are things to talk about and the people <laughs> need to know. So I hope you all love that episode. Thanks for listening. I'll be back. We'll be back. Well, that was fun, and I hope it filled your cup as much as it filled mine. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Stetson K. Patton to learn more about what topics you would like for me to cover on this podcast, whether it's about business, Jesus, tequila, or Enneagrams. I'm going to cover it all. So let's meet back here at the same spot, same time next week.